0: you're listening to the catholic psyche podcast the catholic psyche podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended to take the place of medical or mental health treatment therapy or diagnosis you should always consult a trained mental health or medical professional for such treatment Hi, this is Deacon Basil, and it is Monday on the Catholic Psyche Podcast. And on Mondays, we answer questions that are sent to us through our website, www.catholicpsyche.com, and you can find it uh, under the Contact Us section, and there'll be a form there to send us an email. Today's question, and since I'm recording this actually on Monday and need to get this out as quickly as possible, I decided to go with the question that I know the most about right off the top of my head. So, for those of you that uh, have submitted questions over the last few weeks, I apologize we haven't gotten to them. Your questions require a little bit more thinking than... uh... (laughs) Perhaps I could give today so um, not that this question doesn't require some thinking by the by but uh, it's just what I know more about so today our question comes from Catherine Uh, in a recent episode you talked about Evagrius Ponticus or Evagrius of Pontus and uh, and Acadia, or uh, or despondency, or rather perseverance would be what she put in here, but she, I think she meant despondency. I'm wondering if you can tell me uh, which of his writings it can be found in. I didn't see this in the show notes. I would like to read more about what he has to say, and are there any other works of his uh, you particularly recommend? Okay, so Evagrius of Pontus. First off, for those of you who, you know, haven't don't know my kind of specialization <laughs> mine is in Evagrius and Evagrius was a uh, was a fourth century desert father so he went off into the desert and he um he I may I maintain he was the first uh psychotherapist the first psychologist and what he was doing is he was trying to answer how this these concepts of the demons which you know I think doesn't quite mean what most people think, but what he means by the demons is those thoughts—the thoughts that are tempting us to go and leave um, and do things that are are not right or are not healthy. So what would happen is is that he would come and he would uh, he would come up with this list of eight evil thoughts, and then he would discuss uh, them with the monks. And as the desert fathers do, he would give very specific um, things to the monk at the time, but but they're kind of abstract and they're intended for the monk to go and have to meditate on for an extended period of time so for example one of his that dealt with um acadia is a north wind nourishes young plants temptation strengthens uh the endurance of a soul okay that's like really profound but can be kind of hard to penetrate so a north wind nourishes young plants temptation strengthens the endurance of a of a soul and what he what I would take from that, in my you know quick kind of thinking about this, would be that Acadia is despondency, the inability to do what is necessary in the spiritual life, the inability to maintain prayer, the inability to do whatever um, is required of me. And so, what does that mean for a uh, for a young monk? Well, as the wind blows, when you're tempted with Acadia not to do things. When you're tempted with a chadia not to do things, then you are, you know, that temptation is nourishing endurance within your soul. And so in a way, when I'm faithful in little things, as the scripture says, or when I'm faithful in the things um, that I'm required to do on a daily basis, then I am uh, able to kind of move forward and, and, and develop in strengthened uh, ways so that I I, I am able to fight the demons better and better, or those thoughts, those distracting thoughts. Okay, so that's kind of where where the general stuff comes from. Where did Evagrius write? Okay, he wrote three principal texts. Uh, about this the first one is the eight evil thoughts and that's what i just read out here and oddly enough he breaks the eight evil thoughts you know this is the eight evil thoughts text into eight chapters each one on the evil thoughts so it starts off with gluttony it moves on to fornication then it moves on to uh, uh, avarice or greed uh, and then it moves on to to anger sadness um and sadness is not um, is not dis- depression. I always feel like I have to I have to kind of emphasize that it's not depression. It's something else, uh, and then it moves into Acadia, vainglory and pride, and so he puts a number of sections all on there. That's his general introduction, and that that's intended for the young monk to be able to read and kind of meditate upon this. Then he moves into the Practicus, and the Practicus is the practical life, uh, and it's all about kind of that that. Um, malady remedy kind of model that that Evagrius has so for example when he says the malady of of despondency the malady of Acadia the malady of I just don't want to do what I'm required to do in the spiritual life when that takes place then it's uh, the remedy for it well he's got a number of remedies but the one that I always emphasize is perseverance you just do what you have to do so when I'm you know don't want to get up and pray I need to just persevere, like a north wind nourishes a plant, so these temptations will will, will uh, nourish me um, in my development and my perseverance. Okay, so those are kind of the more practical stuff. And then finally, what would happen is he would have this, this real sort of general section on on thoughts, right? That's his treatise, his more philosophic section, on thoughts. And Unfortunately, the reality is is most of these come from a very Eastern theological perspective, and if you're not grounded in a lot of Eastern theology or um, Aristotelian philosophy, it can be very hard to penetrate uh, as far as being able to understand it. Now, I'm not saying any of you are stupid or unable to understand it in any way. I'm just saying... It took me a while to understand them, and it took me multiple times to read them. So I really do recommend start with actually the the uh, eight evil thoughts, move on to the practicals, um, but really spend some time meditating upon it. I read one of the eight evil thoughts a day, and I've been doing it for years. And I just kind of meditate upon that, and kind of meditate upon how that develops, and and do it you know kind of consistently. Now, on thoughts is more philosophic, and and to be honest with you, it's it's quite. Difficult to get to, so if you can, by all means read it. If you can't, um, there's no shame in that. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Finally, um, the so so those are the texts, and you can get his collected works in uh, in oh let's see here. This is from Oxford uh, Oxford Early Christian Studies. The, be, because most people don't know about Evagrius, it's not like they're like he's particularly popular aside from, you know, in, in kind of odd eastern circles. He was technically declared a heretic by um, Justinian, uh, St. Justinian. So, you know, a lot of the eastern church, Catholic or Orthodox, uh, is a little hesitant to actually talk about him. But his teaching, his practical teaching, is not what he was declared a heretic over. So, you know, I feel very kind of grounded in the fact that St. John Cashin took it. Thought it was just fine, moved and developed his teachings on this, and uh, but but really that anathema, that uh, being declared a heretic, is what uh, caused his works to not be in wide circulation today. A lot of his works were, were burned um, after the after his declaration, so after the Council of Trullo, uh, a lot of his a lot of his works were burned. So it's it's a, it's a tragedy. Um, I don't believe in burning books, even books books I disagree with, but uh, it did happen. So those are the kind of general text then we move on to the the specific cognitive works that he says so for example perseverance in Acadia is a behavioral intervention a cognitive intervention would be the you know kind of talking back what's called talking back so talking back to the thoughts remember the thoughts for Avogurus were the demons not in a weird way but the thoughts were the demons those thoughts were temptations and so we talk back in the same way that Christ in the desert talked back To the devil, right? He didn't just sit there and have you know a long, long discussion with uh, the devil. He specifically talked back with the scriptures. Right? He talked back with the scriptures. So when I'm tempted to not do the bare minimum that I'm supposed to do, when I'm tempted not to do the spiritual life, then I need to talk back with the scriptures. And he did this in a text called the Antireticus, right? And if you look it up on Amazon, and it will be down in the show notes, Evagrius of Ponticus, or Evagrius of Pontus, Talking Back, or the Antireticus, a a monastic handbook for combating demons. Okay? And then in there you'll find the eight books, in the same order as I listed before, in the same order as the eight evil thoughts, and you'll see very specific kind of, you know, comments, like against, uh, let's find one that's easy here, against the thought that because of listlessness or despondency or Acadia, all the same things, because of Acadia wants uh, its family and the people of the household to think the demon of listlessness is stronger than we are, and I cannot defeat the thought that come forth from it and oppose me. Okay, so this is the idea that like I want to make sure that people know that I you know I just couldn't I just couldn't do it I tried but I just couldn't do it and then the idea is you meditate meditate upon a specific scripture passage this is Deuteronomy twenty eight seven the Lord your God will hand over your enemies who oppose you utterly broken before you they will come forth against you on one road and on seven roads they will flee from before you And the entire point of this is like. I'm struggling with the idea of despondency. I'm struggling with, oh, what am I going to do? You know, I don't want to do this. I want people to know that I tried and I just couldn't do it because it was just too strong. The demon was just too strong. The thoughts were just too strong. Well, I meditate upon Deuteronomy 28, 7. And I meditate upon that and talk back the demon I think this can be really really effective so the key about this is identifying where those thoughts come from for myself you know if I'm struggling with Acadia is it okay I'm really struggling in this area this really is Acadia this is you know pretty clearly this is what it is based off of his other writings whether it be the eight evil thoughts or the practicus or on thoughts this is pretty clearly what it is therefore I need to talk back to them as they come up and I need to work on them so there's a number of uh, a number of uh, episodes that we've done on Evagrius. We're actually posting one this week um, in depth about it. So uh, feel free to listen there and some other uh, just non Evagrian texts, but talk about uh, his teaching uh, could be really helpful. So one actually was just published. I think I think it was published this year. It's it's really quite good. It's Time and Despondency: Regaining the Presence of Faith and Life by Nicole Rokas. Um, really a, a very good text um, within within the tradition. Quite good. Uh, another one would be Despondency: The Spiritual Teaching of Evagrius Apontas, uh by Gabriel Bunge. Um, you know, again, really a, a an excellent introduction to this, and then finally, there's one by um the uh, by a by a Catholic author, uh, the Noonday Devil, Acadia, the unnamed evil of our times, um, by uh, Don Charles, uh, Jean Charles, and just again a phenomenal stuff. So those are some other texts that might be helpful. Um, in addition to that, and again, all of those are down in the show notes. And if you have any additional questions, please feel free to follow up at www.catholicpsyche.com and under the Contact Us page. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful week.